Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Yeah, certainly Adelaide. I think that's probably the best place to play cricket in the country. Um, has been for a long time. Obviously the pink ball yeah, it creates a different, different atmosphere and different feel. Um, I think it's probably the best wicket in the country. Uh, Optus is, is probably a close second as well. So, um, yeah, I think they're two very good cricket wickets. Um, I think we've seen some very good contests there between bat and ball uh, over, I guess, it's been a little while, obviously, for Perth, but um, Adelaide's always a fantastic test and always, I think always is a good, a good competitive fixture between bat and ball, which I think is, is all you ask for in test cricket. Mitchell Stark talking about the expectation over the next couple of days. It starts tomorrow. Australia and the West Indies Test Cricket comes to Perth here at Optus Stadium. And heading up, of course, the Fox Cricket coverage is our man Adam Gilchrist. Gilly, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Goss, Rach, how you going, boys? <laughs> very good, thank very you. Going very well, good. mate. Are we excited to have Test Cricket back in WA? I am, and, I, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very much in the minority, I reckon. I've got great interest in this. I'm looking forward to seeing what Australia can do after a disappointing World Cup campaign, but what the West Indies will bring as well. Yeah, I, I, I agree, mate. I, I think the Aussie boys are going to be really, uh, really keen to get in and, and just make an impact and, and show what quality of cricketers they are, which I think... Um, in amongst the landscape recent time, we've, we've probably taken the eye off the ball a bit about there's some, some amazingly skilled uh, world-class cricketers certainly in our setup. And um, whilst the West Indies aren't anywhere near the, the hype and the, and the standard and the intensity of, of yesteryear, there's still a couple of um, exciting prospects there. And it's, I can't wait to see this uh, Taj Narayan Chandapal, mm. the son of a bloke that I stood behind for a lot of hours when we were playing. Shiv Nareen Chandapal. You know, Shiv Chandapal played 168 test matches. Mm. That's a lot of warm-ups, isn't it? That's a lot of stretches. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot of the next morning getting out of bed really stiff and sore. But anyway, um, that, that's, yeah. And as you mentioned, Goss, have it back in Perth. We've had a couple of years without it. So hopefully uh, people can come on down. And, and even though it's not the, a marquee series, come and support it and show Cricket Australia that we need to keep get, getting given... They, you know, higher profile events because, as you just heard Mitchell Stark say, you know, between Adelaide and Optus, he, he loves both these stadiums as the best in the country. A couple of glimpses of, of the ground just on social media and I was in the stadium late Friday, I reckon it was, and I couldn't work out where the pitch was because it was pretty grassy. We're expecting it to be pretty <laughs> lively, I'd imagine. Well, she just buys the old track at the best of times, so it doesn't <laughs> need too much grass left on it to, to, to jazz up, but... Um, the T20, uh, the World Cup match Australia played Sri Lanka here, that had a bit of zing in it and mm. a bit of zip. I mean, Aaron Finch's body is testament to that. He, um, he got hit, it was like a pin cushion there for a moment, but um, it was it was bopping around there. So it'll be, it'll be lively and, and, and probably won't just be one-way traffic by the, from the Australian attack. Um, the strength of the West Indies is their bowling and Alzeri Joseph is... Uh, 
he's a pretty feisty character and he's got a bit of pace and uh, he's supported by Seals and a couple of others. Again, not household names, but guys that can get it up around 150, uh, certainly Joseph. So there, there'll be plenty on offer for, for the West Indies attack as well. So the, the batting all summer is going to be challenged between the West Indies and, uh, and South Africa when they turn up. Uh, Gilly, you mentioned the batting. Uh, obviously, Steve Smith has started to find the middle of the bat again and, and tick some runs over in the ODIs, but uh, he's not one to back down from a challenge when it comes to fast bowling. I remember the test against England when <clears throat> I think he was one for 51 and went on to make 100 and Joffre Archer was peppering the, the ball at him and it was going all over the place. Uh, are you expecting him yeah. to find the um, you know his form again and, and really make a stamp as, uh, as being the top-class batsman in the world? Yeah, I, I, I do, mate. I think... Um... I think he's made. He's been quite vocal in the adjustments that he's made to his technique and um, yeah, and and what he's been searching for. And he's he's forever searching. He's almost like the, the, a surfer, and he's searching for the perfect wave. Um, <laughs> he's averaged well above fifty, almost Bradman-esque figures all his career, but he's still searching, you know, for the perfect innings and the perfect um, feel to going out into a into a um, to bat in a test match. So he's. I expect that he's one of the guys, like I said at the start, I think he'll be really teed up to just lock in and, and go big this summer. So he'll be determined. He's um, clearly good enough, skillful enough. He's since that, and, and Hammer, it's an interesting uh, innings you mentioned there, that one against Joffre Archer from 2019. He got filled in, got hit in the head, you know, retired, hurt, came back out. And, and then he came back in and, and scored hundreds here, there and everywhere. But then after that series, his numbers have, have tapered off. They're still pretty astounding numbers and averages, but yeah. it's definitely been a long grind for him since then. Yeah. So there's speculation around about his ability to deal with the short ball, but he himself addressed that head on, which I liked in the media and just said, no, nah, I've, I've made adjustments and I'm going to start playing it a bit more aggressively rather than just sort of trying to help it around the corner, if you like. And uh, so that'll be intriguing to watch that because I think he's, He's got the bit between the teeth to try and show that he's still the level that he set for so long. Part of the attention of this match, uh, Gilly, will be on Cam Green, of course, uh, the West Aussie boy, uh, an absolute talent uh, for the future and still only in the infancy of his career. What, what, what would he be feeling about stepping out in a test match here in WA, of course, um, and all, again, a lot of expectation and something positive to come out of WA being a part of the team? Yeah, he'll, he'll be uh, absolutely packed chock full of pride uh, walking out in front of your home crowd on on uh, home ground and you know in the in the close proximity to where it all started for you down at either at your school ground or your club ground just knowing that so many people there or or even observing on tv or on radio that were integral part of your journey that they're sort of so close and they'll all be watching and riding it all with you so you, you're conscious of that when it's your home test um even to the point, you know, yesterday he's down on Floriette Beach with the Subi Floriette Junior kids doing promos and, and so on. So that adds to it all. It adds uh, extra layers of um, of the experience that you need to ba- balance with your own preparation. So that's a, a new challenge for him. But uh, what an exciting creator. Knowing Cam, the, the, the bit that I do, he'll be, he will be nervous, but he'll be humble about it all. He'll be appreciative. He's just one of the most likable young characters you could come across, and um, he's got such an opportunity to lay a foundation. I'm expecting the, the 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 decent results that he picked off in the white ball 
game, um, you know, in the sort of late off season and then leading into that T20 World Cup um, when he finally ended up in that squad, uh, I'm expecting that will benefit his scoring capability in Test cricket. So he's he's got he, he's easily rocks out into Test cricket and finds his way into an innings. If there's been one criticism, he sort of hasn't quite gone through the gears well enough in his Test career to, uh, as he as he gets into an innings, but I think he'll um, have learned a lot from those white ball games. So I'm expecting a big summer from him too. Yeah, looking forward to it. Fleet Network, WA's Novated Leasing Specialist. Save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. We're talking test cricket with Gilly. Uh, Gilly, uh, Ryan and John have texted in on the temper and text line, and they've asked about the scheduling of this game in regards to starting on a Wednesday. Um, a bit mm. surprising with schools not being there and stuff like that. Um, I think they've sold 4,000 tickets. They're hopefully going to get up at 10, maybe 15,000. The weather looks perfect, a 35-degree day tomorrow and slightly cooler the next few days. Uh, John makes a valid point. It might be if we can get to Friday uh, like and have plenty of cricket left in a Friday and have life in the Test match over the weekend, the crowds could be bigger for days three, four, and five than what they normally are for, yeah. for one and two. So. Uh, let's hope it is. Let's hope it goes the distance. There's a lot of expectation it's going to be a quick fire test match, but uh, we'd love to to go the distance. Oh, I sure would. Yeah, I think um, as we all know, or anyone that's followed test cricket, if you get it to day five and and there's a, you know two maybe all three uh, results possible, you know it's been <coughs> excuse me a good a good test match. So uh, we'll wait and see. Uh, I don't know why it was. Uh, yeah, scheduling's a nightmare, boys, isn't it? Really, it's. For, for cricket, I mean, in in the footy codes, it's so, it must be so nice. They know it's just on, you know, every weekend we're going to have a crack. We'll throw teams on different Friday night or a Saturday arvo, which I know can affect the team and their preparation and their turnaround. But, you know, the fans know exactly what to expect every weekend it's on. So it, that that's the greatest challenge for cricket and with so many formats now working it out. So, you know, you might think, oh, why don't they just push it even to... Thursday or maybe Friday, but then the knock-on effect of that then goes down to the next test, to the next test, to the next test. And I guess, I guess they have you know, marquee events like Boxing Day test and Sydney New Year's, and then they sort of build out from that. Um, I, I suspect I, I've never sat in a scheduling meeting, but I do know it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know that's more, all the more reason that hopefully some people in Perth can get down there and watch it show that the appetite is there uh, and we want to keep supporting this team and supporting cricket. Um, and then we can, you know, get the fruits of that when the bigger ticket items come around later on and we, we can get some, you know, really nicely timed high-profile games. Mm. Um, obviously, fans will come to the game if it's uh, if it ends up being a good one. So you mentioned that, obviously, the West Indies aren't the team they once were and the, the big names of Viv Richards, Brian Laras and the like, they're not... Uh, in you know they don't have those bigger names anymore, but um, <clears throat> you know we, we, we've I've had a little look at them. They've got some you know pretty nice fast bowlers, and they've got uh, opening batsmen that can you know can make a run or two. Uh, are they a chance, or is this going to be a um, you know over in three or four? And what's what are your thoughts? I, I don't know if it'll be <clears throat> over in three or four. I guess that that's all a lot of the time, as you know, dependent on the pitch in Test cricket. But um, I, I think. Australia start very, very short price favourites and, and should get it done. Um, the, the only thing is that what happens on a toss, as I say, we turn up tomorrow, there's spice in the wicket, uh, Australia lose the toss and all of a sudden they're out there, you know, trying to survive the first session of a test match on day one. You know, it, it doesn't take much for a team to get their tail up. 
And this is a West Indies team that did beat England uh, in orbit and home conditions in the West Indies uh, earlier this year. They beat them 1-0 in the three-test series. So um, they they got the ability to dig in and fight. The batting is more a, a grind, you know, get in and dig in and grind it out sort of style compared to the the Caribbean flavour that we grew up and watching and loved. Uh, and you mentioned Brian Lara. Uh, Hamish, he is here. He is going to be not batting at number yeah, three. Not batting at number three. But he's going to be sitting alongside me in the commentary box on Fox. So if you can't get there, make sure you tune in to that because mm. we've got the great Brian Lara. He's uh, with us for the two tests. And so that's going to be... Um, Interesting and entertaining because he's an entertainer. What a guy. Mm. He was um, a bloke you did want batting in your team uh, if you could pick a pick a World eleven. So, yeah, I, I think Australia um, yeah, should should get it done. They'll be horribly disappointed in a few stewards inquiries if they if they don't get it complete. In simple terms, do you think the Australian cricket team, led by Pat Cummins, for whatever reason? Elephant in the room, conversations that have been had, the media landscape over the last couple of weeks, in particular the last week here in Perth, do you think they just can't wait to play? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, without doubt. Had a really good chat with um, Ashton Agar yesterday, who I know is not in this test team, but he's uh, back in the WA team, going up to playing Queensland for the Shield game before the Big Bash starts. Um, yeah, just the vibe around He was just saying how yeah, everyone's, the, the, the T20 World Cup was obviously frustrating and disappointing, but they're all just wanting to get into what is the traditional summer now, mm. day one of the first test. That signifies when I always grew up thinking, and and fortunately when I got the chance to play at the level, that's what I thought signifies the true start of the summer. And um, that's not selling short the, the World Cup that came and went. Um but we didn't win that. So it just got in the way, Gilly. It got in the way. It just got in the way of our summer. Yeah, did a little bit, did a little bit. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, they're all pumped up. And I think, yeah, Pat and um, being in touch with Usman Kawaja on a few things, he's he's just really, really excited. Obviously, he was on the sidelines watching that from afar, um, just playing for Queensland. So, you know, he and Marnus and those guys that just love batting, I think they're going to just rip in. And the, and the test, the bowling lineup. They love and prefer test cricket. They know they can build a tapestry of work over five days to showcase their skills, and it's a highly skilled cricket team. Very much so. Looking forward to it. You're going to see it on Fox. You're here on SEN as well. And just one quick one, the news comes through. Phil Jakes lost his job as New South Wales coach this morning, replaced uh, right. by Greg Shippard as the interim coach right there. Uh, yeah, they've been under pressure all year, the, the, the Blue Baggers. So uh, our boys dealt them a... Tell them a lesson on their yeah. home patch We're on, a, on a dodgy deck, hey. But uh, just before we go, guys, Hammer, mm-hmm. I've got something to ask you. I, sure. I'm wondering if the Brayshaws are stalking me in my life at the moment because um, just the other day I'm in Melbourne and I'm, you know, obviously at, at, at cricket and I'm sitting alongside James. And yep. then yesterday I go to my son goes to his orientation day at, at Scotch College and he's who's he sitting next to in his little class? It's uh, yep, I guess Morris. your cousin, yep, young, young Morris. Morris. Yep. And then his old man, Rob, rings me, really excited about the prospects, sticks, he texts me, the, old, the, the, the grand old master texts me about wow. the excitement. Then I get a message from your dad about a business thing that I'm involved in. 
Oh, I don't know what's going on. And, and then I get on, on the radio on with me. Scott, Have a look at this. Scotty, Scotty and Goss, and there's another brayshaw <laughs> sitting there. So everywhere I look at the moment, mate. What's going wow, on? yeah, well, there you go. I mean, there's a few of us over here, but uh, goodness me, well, isn't that a plethora of us? Wow. Well, no, I can't say we're stalking you on purpose, Gilly, but uh, yeah. yeah. Nah, love it. Always a pleasure to catch up with the brayshaws. So uh, good job in there. Keep Goss honest. Yeah. Hey, 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 I just, I'm going through them. Don't worry about that. No, appreciate <laughs> yeah. your time, Gilly, and uh, look forward to seeing the cricket on Fox, mate. Can't wait. I'm actually I've got so much intrigue about this match over here, and mm-hmm. I'll be here for a couple of days. Looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us. Brilliant. Cheers, there mate. There's Gilly joining us, of course, a great part of the SEN and uh, the best in the business when it comes to the Fox coverage. A break, 20 past seven. Ruben Jinby is going to join us, the young man who was drafted with the Eagles' first pick of the draft. He joins us next live from Melbourne. This is Hammer and Goss. Good morning.